There are a lot of people that I've worked with over the years that know what they want to be doing with their life. They have a dream and they feel that it's their life purpose or their mission to fulfill. Yet for some reason, they're held back. They have a blockage or a fear, which then comes into a situation where they get despondent and they wonder what's the point of it all. And a lot of the time, the main perceived blockage that comes up is a lack of funds to do what it is they feel they should be doing. If this is the case for you, rather than stopping the momentum, see what you can do to get around that blockage. Not having the funds to do what it is that you want to do is life's way of building your stamina. If you're creating something purely for the money, then it's not the right dream. It's because you're putting money has been the most important thing. If you were to create the dream even if you weren't going to get paid for it or become rich from doing it, then it's the right dream for you. When you're chasing your dream, the money follows, not the other way around. Therefore, your fear around not having the money to follow your dream is really there to test you. There have been many dreams built with a lack of funds at the start. Find a way to bootstrap the opportunity. What way can you start without having the funds? What are the people that you can get on board in order to help you with your idea? What resources do you already have that you have available to you that you can start working on your actual dream? Once you start to take action, you'll find that things will move more quickly. Another fear or blockage that usually comes up is that they're in a career or in a business that is so different to what they feel they should be doing that they can't see a way of leaving their job or starting fresh. This fear can also present itself as not having the courage or the confidence to go after your dream, your purpose, your mission, what it is that you're meant to be doing. But courage is like a muscle. It needs to be built gradually. And the more gradual steps that you make towards your dream, then the more courage you'll actually obtain. When it comes to courage, remind yourself of the quote from Marianne Williamson's book, Return to Love, which goes as follows. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. It's a very powerful quote and one to keep reminding yourself of. And again, rather than making a big change and letting go of everything that you have in terms of your business or your career, what ways can you start small? Can you start to do the things in your spare time or in evenings or weekends or using vacation time? In what ways can you start? What other people can you get involved to help you? Then when things start to build up and you've gotten some traction and you're more confident about making the leap and concentrating on what it is you want to do full time, then you can decide at that point to leave your career. You don't need to decide now. If you were to meet the younger version of you again, the you that wants to achieve a big dream, what would you tell the younger you to do? What advice would you give? What encouragement and support would you give? What would you tell them about their fears and their blockages and how to deal with them? Now give that same advice to yourself. Remember, motivation and inspiration always follows movement and action. In order to be motivated about something, we need to be taking action. We need to be in momentum. There needs to be movement. Think of it this way. 
If you want to get fit and you've joined a gym, the thought of getting up off the sofa won't entice you to go to the gym and start working out. The motivation is low, even though you really want to get fit. However, as soon as you start taking action, be it putting on your gym gear or getting in the car to go to the gym, then the motivation starts to build. When you're taking action toward your vision, more inspiration follows. The more movement and momentum you generate, then the more inspiration you will receive. When you think about the dream that you want to achieve, what are the fears or blockages that come up for you and how can you get support to blast through them? What actions can you begin to take so that you get into momentum and your motivation begins to build? Now these are the blockages and fears that we are consciously aware of and these ones are easy to handle. However, there is another set of blockages that we're not aware of consciously. This set of blockages operates on a subconscious level and are therefore a little bit more difficult to find. You see, there are times you'll be living your life purpose and you're on your mission to achieve the difference you want to make and to reach the level you want to achieve. But then you find yourself hitting a virtual glass ceiling. You're at the brink of reaching the top of the mountain. You're only 10 feet away, but just can't seem to make it to the last final piece to get to the top. It's like what I described in the episode called The Snakes and Ladders Life, where you're nearly at square 100, but the snake keeps showing up to pull you back from winning. Everything that you do just doesn't seem to get you to break through this virtual glass ceiling. On a conscious level, you're doing everything, but it's just not happening. Now, do you ever feel like this yourself? Not only in trying to reach your goals or objectives, but in other areas of your life as well, such as finances, relationships or health. Now, I spoke about beliefs before and how they affect us. However, there's another set of beliefs that many of us are not aware of. Let me explain it this way. There are the things that you know about yourself and other people know about you too. For example, the car that you drive, your profession or where you live, for example. Both you and other people are consciously aware of them. Then there are things that you know about yourself, but other people don't know about you. For example, the things you want to keep secret to yourself. You alone are consciously aware of those secrets and you want to keep them to yourself. And then there are the things that other people know about you, but you're not aware of them. For example, you might have particular mannerisms when you're doing certain activities like biting your tongue when you're writing something really important that you're just not aware of. Other people are aware of them, but you're not aware of them. And then finally, there are the things that you don't know about yourself and neither do other people know about it. That's the great unknown. That's the chasm for discovery. These are the things that are on a subconscious level. And in this regard, they are your subconscious blockages. So let me give you one example of how this related to me so that you can better understand how these operate on a subconscious level and how they manifest in blockages. You see, in Ireland, there's a lot of folklore around the seventh son of a seventh son in that he possesses healing gifts and other mystical qualities. Well, when I was born, it turned out that I was the seventh son of a seventh of a seventh. In other words, three generations of being the seventh child. So when I was growing up, there would be a number of people that would call to our house to receive a healing. And they would all have different ailments from cancer to rheumatism to migraines and so on. Even while I was on holidays, I would be given healing sessions. And as people received a healing, they would attempt to give my mother money as payment for the healing. But my mother wouldn't accept anything in return for my healing sessions. Now, to me, I just felt like I was a circus act. Mainly because I didn't have a clear understanding of it all. And it was just never fully explained to me. I was only a kid at the time doing what I was told to do. As an adult, I now completely understand it, but not back then. 
So it had been imprinted in me at a very, very young age that being seen, being out in public and being recognised as a healer was something that I absolutely abhorred. Not only that, but it was also imprinted me that it was not good to receive money for my work. So I'm sure you can gather where this is going. So let's roll forward many years to bring it back to the subconscious blockages. In order to make a difference in this world, there comes the need to be out there in a big way, to be recognised, to be speaking and publishing books. And return for your services, you need to get paid. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be able to make the difference you want to make. Now, don't get me wrong, I became an award-winning professional speaker. I've written three books so far, all of which became bestsellers. I've published many, many articles and have done numerous interviews in order to get to the top of the mountain. All of this I was doing on a conscious level. However, with the subconscious blockage that was imprinted and ingrained in me every day as a child of not wanting to be out there in public and receive money for my services, now can you see how the block just puts a virtual glass ceiling around the edge of the mountain when you're perhaps only 10 feet away from reaching the top? I needed to discover what my subconscious blockages were and the beliefs that I had formed around them. And when I found them, they all made sense to me. You see, no matter what you do on a conscious level, your subconscious blockages will keep you from achieving what it is that you consciously seek to achieve. So the question for you is, do you find yourself hitting a glass ceiling in your business, in your career, in your finances, in your relationships, in your health or in your mission? And if so, what's the earliest memory that you have from your childhood? Then start to unravel that memory and see what beliefs may have been imprinted on you at an early stage. See what promises you made to yourself at the time in order to protect yourself. Then see how those imprints and promises may actually be blocking you right now to live out what your life purpose is. Now if you want to find out more about this and want to get involved in the discussions and the questions, come on over to our private community where we go deeper and explore a lot more. The purpose of our private community is to provide support and have open conversations in a safe and confidential environment where you can discover more ways that we can actually help you on your journey and to reach your full potential. So if this is something that's of interest to you, come on over, you'll be absolutely extremely welcome into our community. Just head over to my website, paulwilliamdavis.com, and you'll find the link there along with all the other resources and information. And until the next time, I wish you every success.